what's up builders this is henry moses and i just want to remind you that you made it you made it to 2022 and i just want you to remember that this is the year of change that business that you want to start that company that you want to build this is the year to do it and i believe in you if nobody else believes in you and i want to say thank you for tuning in to born to build where we talk with the wise to inspire the youth this podcast is full of truth inspiration and overall wisdom. This episode is a conversation with my father and my dad sits and talks to me about the wisdom he has gained over time. I pray that his words touch you like they always touch mine. And all I ask, if they do, just share this with a friend. See you after the podcast. Peace, love. Every step they make, everything in life they do, because Jake said it. Jesus is a drug. So how can you like analyze that situation? Like even if you're in a church, how can you analyze it in a way where you can identify if it's a drug helping me or is a drug hindering me? Second Timothy the second chapter fifteen verse. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Avoid and need not be ashamed, right dividing the word of truth. Now the bottom line is what is truth? Huh? What is truth? What is truth? What is it? Where are you going? Wherever I What's your destination? What's your hope for you? Literally or like conceptually? Yes, spiritually. Your direction in life. Where do you want to end up? In heaven? That's death. Yeah, I said right. life. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, I mean, what's the answer to that question? I don't know. That's what truth is. Huh. Where are you going? Well, where you want to go. Where you want to go? Mean that you should make decisions based off that. I used to ask you, what do you want to do in life? She asked me that every day. Hmm? That's the truth. And guess what? You know what's crazy, Dad? What? I just want to like say this. You remember when I told you I wanted to go to the NBA? Mm-hmm. And you told me uh, about the kids that go to law school and they sit mm-hmm. in the box office and make more money yeah. than all those kids. On the court, that really changed my my outlook on how the business of sports works. That's so right. Appreciate that. Why you want to beat your head out there talking about a football player? Do you realize those guys hurt every day? They get paid. You play football, man. Every time the ball snaps, you see stars and you get up and do it again. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I was watching the uh, the football game yesterday. Yeah. And I was just, like, there's kids that's, like, they catch a ball. As soon as they catch it, they get lit up. And it's yeah. every play. And then you are, like, trained to, like, either get up and play again or, like, take one break and come back on the field and do it all over again. Yeah. It's like your whole existence and how people respect you is based off how you perform on the football field. Absolutely. And it's, like, it's cool. Like, it's a means to an end. But, like, there's so much more that we can teach kids on how to, like, get into that profession without actually... White boys already do it. Exactly. 
Exactly. They play when you see a white boy playing football, he got to. Or he just grew up like that. Like he grew up in. Uh, he might be a, and usually a farm boy out there. Yeah. 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 And you don't see no city boy doing that. Sons of lawyers and stuff. Come on. But it is, I mean, people pay you for your effort. If you're going to do it, be good. But yeah, facts. You, how many 80-year-old football players have you ever seen? Nah, I mean, outside of a quarterback or some other positions. And like, now they got it where you can't touch the quarterback. I, mean, gonna, I guarantee you're going to have some women quarterback. I don't know about that. Keep, keep living. There's some women out there that can naturally play, buddy. Don't you fool yourself. I have a question, though. Why don't... Like how how is the system created in that way where it seems like only in a team are possibly becoming like a agent where you have a a small percentage of a bunch of players? Why does that seem like cut off from people in our community? And then there's like a couple of, of black black males doing it, but it seems like everybody is trying to either make it on the other side where they're trying to either be a basketball player or a football player, but not too many people are like, okay, let me stay in school. Let me understand how the system works so I can go to the guys I grew up with with a suit on, like, hey, bro, I can manage your contracts. I can help you out and do that 10, 20 times, and now I'm making more money than everybody I'm managing. It just makes more sense. I sold insurance for a minute. I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't know you sold insurance. I did. I was a I was an agent, man. I went from door to door. When I was training, I kind of can see that in Dayton, Ohio. I was training to sell insurance. As long as that white boy was with me, the people would listen. And he didn't do nothing but roll with me in my training. I go in there, they let me in. He sit in the corner, man. They listen to everything I say. And as I say something, they look over there at him. I'm talking, but they see if it's okay with him. But then it comes to time in my career when I started going by myself. One of the people that I went to had been there before with a white person. Walked up on the porch by myself. <coughs> that Negro opened the door. And then he stopped me. He said, nigga, if you don't get off my porch trying to sell me a pig and a poke. He was black? He was black. Then I'm going to blow your brains out. But you didn't say that when you had the white boy with you? Never said it. Hmm. Society has been trained as white is right. Black get back. We do it. That's what you got to go against. But society has been taught by white folks. And we say this, and it is bigger than we think. You know, you got to have, you know, you got to have favor. When you go in, in a white society against a white boy, he got the favor.
That's just the way it is. He got favor with black folk and he got favor with white folk. So when you study English, you got to study it so you'll be better than he is in his language. This is his law. This is his society. I'm studying now in our Sunday school department. We're studying justice. What is justice, man? What is it? We say it's the law, right? Yeah. No, we're studying at the church. Justice is the spirit of the situation. Because it's an idea. Everything that comes into this makes up an idea. What have you not studied? And you know what I'm about to say is that everything that brought you to this point is where you get your ideas from. Because you swayed on everything that you have been involved with. I came up through the 60s. The idea that you black, you're not as good as white folk. With black folks and with white folk. This is January. We call this Black History Week. February. It's Black History Month. I mean, yeah, February, Black History Month. Yeah. Okay. But what is black history? What is it? We got a world full of history. It ain't black. It's history. If we take all the... You're saying instead of categorizing as black history, let's focus on making history. Let's focus on making history. It doesn't have to technically be black history. Why can't it just be history? Why not? They don't say white history, month. No. You got a point. I like that. And yeah. I, I do I do think that that will solve problems because it's like how do you... How do you compete on a scale and compete compete with other people in the world where you always put yourself in this box? Right. I remember the hard times. White folks had hard time too. <laughs> but they don't say white history. It wasn't as hard as our time. But well, in the day, I, wait, wait a minute now. It wasn't as hard as our time. Was it wasn't. Okay, you, now, 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 now. If you had a slave, the slave has to do the work. But what about you controlling the work? That's just as hard as doing the work. I mean, we can't justify the fact that they went through as much as we did. And I don't even think it matters. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that you're right in a sense where we need to stop putting ourselves in this bubble. That's right. Yeah. We remind our children that, you know, you substandards. 
Yeah. You know, they kill your, you know, they shot. You know, well, they just putting them in, every day. And they're just putting them in this, this sense where they go out in the world and they can't really compete the way they want to compete because they always, like, in the back of their head, like, oh. Well, yeah. it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, of course. It's getting better. It's definitely getting yeah. better. Yeah. Because it used to be when you walk in a room, you know you're inferior. By the white folks and the black folks. I had my grandmama to tell me, boy, don't you, don't talk to that man that way. You know that's a white man. I knew that when I was your age or younger. So what? Boy, yeah, you know no folks. Black folks will too. But we've got to get to a state of mind where it's a it's a mental thing. Equal is mental, not physical. We have been mentally enslaved. You know what your salvation is? The English book. If you can conjugate bird, if you can, if you can break it down to its lowest. And if you know what, what a, what a, what the, the minute part of the English language is, if you master that, or French, or whatever language that you deal, language and words control your thinking, and you can control people's thinking merely by using words. I have no business in the pulpit with people who graduated from a theological institutions and, and stuff like this, masters and doctors. That's down that path I am. I sit in the pulpit with them. Because of what I say. Because everybody learned how to control people by listening and finding out where they're weak at and where I can help you. I teach Bible study. You know, he let, they wonder why do Moncrief let every one of his associates teach Bible study? Because they are his associates, and that's your opportunity. Small group. And he's doing some thinking. He, and then it, it depends on how you present yourself with the small group that I'll let you lead the bigger group. Do you know everything you say from the pulpit, somebody listening to it? And somebody will follow it. So if I'm a, I'll be a stupid pastor if I let somebody get up there with uh, with with a Al Capone attitude <laughs> to speak in my pulpit. But then the more you do it, and and the more I I I don't have to say anything to analyze your development, but I listen to you. 
And the more you come alongside my thinking, the more I allow you to talk to my people. Else I'm a fool. Controlling is controlling your thinking. When you get people to say what that, that young lady said, you don't know whether she's shooting this shit or not. But it motivated her to say those words. How many more people? When you get a whole lot of people saying, talking about you like that, you got a, you got a following. Well, that's what you're trying to do. Get a following. How do you get a following? You be the choice. In other words, someone wants someone to, to do some motivating, they'll choose you because you say the right words. You have to train yourself to do that. They got an organization called Toastmasters. Toastmasters teach you how to how to control the crowd. That means someone has sit and studied the 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 reaction of the crowd according to what you say, and teach you to say the right things at the right time, in the right way. Because everything you do, you got listeners and you got observers. Everywhere you go. That's why you wash your car and, and dress a certain way and stuff like this. Because when you walk out of that door, people see you. The way you get in your car, the way you walk to the mailbox. It's people see you every time you do whatever you do. You can't hide. Especially if you, they call it, if you look good. Yeah. Or even if you're ugly. People see you. You have to realize that I'm being observed. Whatever I do. And you create that character. You know where you created that? I don't know. In your mind. Hmm. I create the character in my mind. You've got to be that character to make it exist. Like prime time. Hmm? I said like prime time. Yeah, like prime time. When the curtain go up, you got to play your part. Every time you walk out that door, you got a part to play. So it sounds like just believing in yourself and having that self-confidence that you are what you think you are. Yeah, and you can't fall in them traps. What traps? That's out there for you. Like what? Drugs. That's a trap. It makes you forget about my, you know, it, it puts me in a place where I don't have to think. Because I feel good inside already. I just feel good, you know. And I, I think that I think good because I, 
The reason why I thank good because I don't have to worry about the thing that's going against me. When I can, when I can get rid of the resistance. But being that that formula obviously works, how can you tap into that without drugs? Does it work? I mean, essentially, you just said. You just said it works. It's what? Why doesn't it work? It don't work because it make you forget. Forget about what? The resistance. But isn't that isn't that the idea? No. You know how to cure disease. You got to find out what the, where it's coming from. No, you got to know you got it. Hmm. Then you know what to put. You know how to treat it. So you're saying that drugs put you in this position where, of course, you're forgetting about the resistance, but you never identify the resistance, which means that the resistance is never going to leave. It's always mm-hmm. going to be there. It gets bigger because it's got a chance. Hmm. But okay. you don't even think about it because you're at a relaxed state. You never want to relax. Not to that state. But it feels good. You feel just as good when you knock down a barrier as you do when you let the barrier work on you and you don't recognize it. It's just that the first one requires more work. Yeah. But it's more purposeful work because once you knock it down, it's gone. Instead of the second one. Once you realize it's there, take the proper medicine. Exactly. You get weak when you let it attack you. And here's a people, a nation of people, and, and what what it's out here in the world, and someone have put it together the right kind of ingredients that <coughs> makes you forget that moment. And you think that, oh man, I I I I was so comfortable, man. And then just like alcohol, I remember doing this, going out there getting drunk as Cootie Brown and said, said, making a statement the next day saying, What's Cootie Brown? Cootie Brown is, it, it, it ain't nothing. Okay. All right. I'm listening. Yeah, that's a, that's a phrase that you use that, 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 that describes something that's nothing. Cootie Brown. Cootie Brown. Okay. You're drunk as Cootie Brown. The next day, people said, you tell us describing last night's party, you know, like New Year's and stuff. Man, I had a good time then. What you do? He said, I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember. Cause you got to a state that you don't remember. You just let that let that hammer down. Just living. Yeah. And then you the next morning you wake up, oh, what what did I do? And then people say, Man, you were showing it last night, man, and stuff. You better ask what did you do? You don't ever get that to that state in life. Alcohol is not to get drunk. It's to relax. We get to relax and we go to the extreme. Sip. Get your, get your some and sip it. Enhance yourself instead of crippling yourself. People get so crippled till you see them standing on the corner begging for dimes. No, I don't want to do that. But they're captured in their mind. A whole lot of things cause you to cause your mind to be captured. 
life and situations. Impossible. You get to the point that to, you know, you, you get to the point that if you work, you will succeed and you just stop working because it's easier for someone to give you something. The harder your life is, the better you are. Because if you have to figure out how to make this wheel roll and make it roll, and then people see your wheel rolling and wonder why is it rolling. You have a following. Huh? So you have a following. That's right. When you lose your way, don't nobody care. Your most loved relatives don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. No, that's facts, though. Huh? Said so that's facts. Yeah. You got to sit on your own bottom in this world. That's why God gave you a bottom. That's why he, when I say bottom, he gave you a, 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 the ability to think. I learned this when I was a little bit of kid. Sitting in the corner. In a situation where they got their kids, and they're loving them. Here, mama sitting up here rocking the baby. Here I am sitting in the corner, about the same age, but I never get this. Why? Because I'm not really their child. That's that you know. That's bigger than you can ever imagine. But it makes you where you will learn how to give it as much as you can because you missed it. What you miss ain't a curse. It's an aphrodisiac. It makes you stronger. Because when temptation come on you, you will resist it because you don't want to lose your way. Because there's a lot of stuff out there that gets you, buddy. A lot of situations. Every situation that you involve yourself in is to trip you up. You got to figure how to make it work for you. That's why you observe. And you interpret. And you apply. You apply to your, where you need to do. You know, if you observe, you work in a room, observe, interpret what's going on, and then apply it to your life. Every room you walk in, there's a different situation. They got a man called Jesus. Did you did you did you study him? Where did he come from? Why Israel? Why an Israelite? And how do you become a chosen person? You analyze that 
that that that scenario, that that formula. And then you apply that formula to your life. It works. It works. It works. And 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 you'll live longer because of the choices you make. I had some kids when I grew up, the young kids that I grew up with, I wanted to be like them because I thought they was popular. But the closer I got to being like them, I realized that this can't be popularity because I feel like I'm enslaved. So I stepped back off it so I could see it. And I saw that here's a guy got got all kind of money and filling stations and stuff like this, but he's enslaved because he don't know who to trust. And people stealing from him. His best friend, his brother, everybody stealing from him because you got too much that you can't handle. So you must have sleepless nights because you don't know where your stuff going. <laughs> you know? It's all kind of, it's called all kind of slave, enslaved people. My wife enslaved to sickness. I know that. Because that's the primary thought every day. Doctor. The doctor can't kill you. You got to kill you by realizing you're sick. If you never realize you're sick and you don't need somebody to tell you what to do to get well, you already know. It's all mental. It's a mental thing. You can convince yourself that you're sick, and you also can convince yourself that um, you'll never get better. That's right. And that's a wrap, Builders. I want to say thank you again for listening. And please subscribe to the podcast to get updates when we release new podcasts. And please... Share this with a friend if you believe it was helpful. Even leave us a review to tell us how we can be better. I love everyone. See you soon. Peace.